brother talks about manifestations, and I got a strong, strong one, strong increased manifestation carting into the church tonight. As soon as we took the exit, I told Brother Pat, I was praying in the Holy Ghost in the car, and I told Brother Pat, I said, that increased anointing just increased. It increased on me. And I think it's something, too, as we got closer to, to the church, closer to the church, it seemed like the anointing intensified. Amen? And, and so tonight, we're going to get in that same vein. Pastor Rondi was already there. And back at home, I've been preaching through a revelation. And if you're streaming, um, don't assume you already heard this one. This is a new one. Amen. But uh, I'm going I'm to I'm start it out here at KCOH tonight. But I've been preaching through a revelation called Don't Forget to Harvest. Amen. And I believe that falls into two buckets. That is the harvesting of souls primarily. Amen. Y'all still after souls? Should we be after souls? In fact, our theme verse tonight is John chapter 4, 34 through 35, but we're really going to get there later. Amen. Uh, but Jesus said the fields are already white with harvest. He was talking about people primarily. But I believe the fields are also right, number two, with your increase tonight. How many of y'all know it's some things for you to increase in? It's some harvest out there for you. It's some stuff looking for you tonight. Amen. I thought that would make somebody happy. Amen. So tonight we're going to get into that and we're really going to walk through this thing. And I want to talk from the thought, don't forget to harvest. But most specifically, we're going to talk from the thought, what's in your ark slash basket? What's in your basket? And we're going to deal with that tonight. I want you to go with me to Genesis chapter six. And you'll know what I mean by ark slash basket momentarily. But Genesis chapter six verse number 18, and I want to see if this revelation comes alive as much for you as it did for me, and uh, I hope that you get out of it what the Spirit of God would, would desire you to get out of it, amen? Over in Genesis chapter 6, verse number 18, and before we commence reading, I want to make a very important statement, and I hope you grab this, and I heard Pastor Rondi pushing on this, but uh, this would be a tag team uh, on that anointing, amen, but if you are writing or thinking, log it in your head or on your notepad, I want you to receive this, and that is, a seed is a living, breathing tool for change. A seed is a what? Living, breathing, everybody say tool. Tool for change. The man of God talked about our brand, and uh, one of the things that... Um, that, that was the, 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 it wasn't a knock on him. It was, it was a, a, a tremendous categorization of who he was. They say Oral Roberts would use faith as a tool. Use your faith as a tool, all right, like a toolbox. He'd pull his faith out and use it as a tool. Well, your seed tonight, or a seed, is a living. It's not just something that you, you, you throw at God. Your seed is alive, Amen. It is a living, breathing, what class? Tool for change. And let's look at that in Genesis 6 and 18, and let's walk through the word of God tonight and see if we can't uh, increase your ability to harvest all that God wants you to have. The Bible says in Genesis 6 and 18, says, and this had to do with Noah, that I will establish my covenant with you. That is my promises with you. And you shall go into the ark. You should go into the ark. Now, the Hebrew word for the word ark is basket. So when we say what's in your ark, understand that Noah's ark was simply a big basket. We're going to deal with baskets tonight. It was a basket. And the Bible says, I'm going to establish my covenant with you. And you, Noah, you, your sons, your wife, and your son's wife with you, you and your family will go in to your basket. You'll go into your ark. Somebody say it with me again. A seed is a living, breathing tool. A seed is a living, breathing tool. Can you say that again? A seed is a living, breathing tool. He said you'll go into your ark. You're going to get the revelation in a second. You, your sons, your wife, and your sons, wives with you, the family. And in verse number 19, he goes on to say, and of every what? Living thing. Y'all, what is a seed? A living. A living thing. 
A seed is a what class? A living thing. And of every living thing of all flesh, you shall bring two of every sort into the ark to keep them alive with you, and they shall be male and female. Verse number 20, amen. Of the birds after their kind, of animals after their kind, and of every creeping thing of the earth after its kind, how many class? Two. Two of every kind will come to you to do what? Keep them alive. Verse 19, again, for your consideration, and of every what? Living thing of all flesh, you shall bring two of every sort into the basket or into the ark or into the seed container. Now, you may have already known this, and if so, humor me tonight as a refresher's course, but I, I want you to understand, guys, that the ark was nothing more than a big seed basket. That's what it was, amen? The animals in the ark were what? Seeds for a time to come. Are, are y'all in it? And what were they all, y'all? They were all what? Living, breathing seeds. That's enough to kind of prove my point, but I want to make it real life. Amen. Not only were they seeds, Noah's sons and Noah's daughters-in-laws. Amen. According to Genesis 9 and 19. Amen. I think that's the right passage for that. Would you put that on the screen, Sister Diamond, if, 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 if I'm right? Amen. These three were the sons of Noah, and from them, Japheth, Ham, and Shem, from these, the whole earth. You see where I'm going, man of God? The whole earth was what? Properly from three families. Yeah. Are y'all in here tonight? Three families is how every person in this room, all of the millions of people that live in Houston, in Charlotte, and Texas, and North Carolina combined, Arkansas, Oklahoma, come on, Africa, China, Oh, y'all here tonight, Argentina, the list goes on and on. From these minute seeds, the whole earth was what? Populated. So I'm going to show you something tonight because the power of one seed can revolutionize your life. The power of one seed sown with intentionality can cause your life to come to another place. I broke the back of poverty with $1,000. The power of one seed, amen, can turn up the volume on your future in a way that you can't even fathom. Come on, Abraham. Come outside and look at the stars. Are y'all getting this? So shall your seed be. So shall your increase be. You're going to have so much more than what you have right now. So don't despise the day of small beginning, but look at every seed as a living, breathing tool for change in your life. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Can we walk through this revelation a little bit tonight? The ark was a basket, Hebrew word, amen, for ark is the word basket, and the ark was a basket or a seed container, and seeds, y'all, have life and are life-giving, amen. Briefly, let's understand that there are, uh, according to, amen, the Nat Geo people, somebody like that, there are about 400,000 elephants left. But how many elephants went on the ark? Two. Two. Y'all going to help me tonight? Amen. Uh, there are y'all today, and, and this one hits home for me because Sister Rogers and I live in a wooded lot. Y'all, there are 500 million deer in the U uh, alive globally, and the U.S. has 50 million. But guys, how many deer got on the ark, though? Are, are, are y'all, as my pastor would say, are you tracking with me tonight? Yeah, yeah. Two deer got on the ark. Well, that, that'd be enough to prove my point, but there are 1.5 billion cows worldwide. Wow. Are you all in here tonight? But come on, class. We're going to make this real easy tonight. How many cows got on the ark? <laughs> Y'all some mama, you see where I'm going? Amen. Come on, I'm going to give you one more. And if you don't get excited after this, amen, I, 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 your wood is wet. Amen. Uh, uh, the turtle bird population today is now up to 50 billion birds. Somebody shout hallelujah. And we know there were multiple breeds, but y'all, only two of each kind, of each breed. So if God can do that, 
with two cows, 1.5 billion. Come on, what can he do with your thousand dollars? Oh, somebody's gonna get there with me. Come on, what can he do with what you put in the bucket already and what you will soon put in the bucket to forward this vision? Now that would make this a very myopic message, amen, if I stood right there and made it just about money because the truth is this message transcends money, albeit though the man of God has called this increase night. So how many of y'all know tonight we're going to get your money back to you? I thought somebody would be excited about that. I heard pastors say money does make you feel a little bit better. Somebody say amen. Yeah. Bible said money answers how many things? But myopic, let's not be too streamlined with this message. Look at John 12, 24, please, briefly. Amen. John 12 and 24. And I know this is going to tap into my man of God's vision, into my vision and our mutual vision alike, because we need our members to start looking at themselves this way. John chapter 12, Sister Diamond, if you will, amen, and verse number 24, if we can get that on the screen, amen, and let's, let's walk through this together. The Bible says, unless, verily, verily, I say unto you, except a corn of wheat, amen, a corn of wheat fall to the ground and do what? Die, it abides alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth what? Much fruit. So that implies this corn of wheat, which was a type of Christ going down in the ground for our salvation, that would bring forth much fruit later on. You and I are the fruit of his death. Isn't that right? And his death and his resurrection. Isn't that correct? Amen. Well, same goes for you and I tonight in our life. We, amen, are seeds. And at a certain point, KCOH, we're going to have to die to ourselves and align with God's mission by which what he wants to get done in the earth realm. It gets quiet on those points. I believe I hear my brother say it so often, amen, but when you going to get a disciple? Come on, don't let the air go out of the room. Y'all stay with me just a little bit. Somebody say amen. Just walk with me through here. I, I know this part. A, a, amen. It might be a little rough just for a second. But, 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 but at a certain point, can we bear down on that? At a certain point, we're we going to have to fail to our own logic, our own ideas about what the kingdom is all about. Yeah. Amen. The kingdom is not just all about my yacht, my house, me, my four, and no more. At a certain point, I'm going to have to be a seed that falls to the ground and does what? Dies to how I see things ought to be going. Amen. When a seed dies, that means I'm no longer selfish. It's no longer just about me. Are you all in here tonight? I understand that when I die to myself, God will resurrect me in a way by which he can expand his agenda in the earth realm. And guys, that's what God is after this whole time. He has no problem with the prosperity and the faith. In fact, he would prefer you have it. Yes, Psalm 35, 27. He takes pleasure in the prosperity of his servants who favor his righteous cause. And I will say this how often? Continually. How often are you going to be saying that? Continue. But guys, come on now. Come on. First night of the conference. Don't make me work too hard. What's the prosperity for? Ultimately, all it is is to develop this and develop what's next door. Yeah. Come on, and get a 1,000 people in here on a Sunday for three seconds. Come on, class. That's what it's really about. We are Genesis 12, blessed to be a... So guys, tonight, on the forefront of this, the whole concept of these animals getting on the boat, of these families getting on the boat, was the preservation of mankind. And the whole reason why your pastor has brought us together for this time and for this week is so that we can preserve. I love how he did it. And I agree, man, of God, how he did it. Uh, preserve that kingdom brand. Preserve the word of faith. Isn't that right? Preserve separation. Isn't, is this right tonight? Preserve end times preaching. The whole reason why God has put this thing together, amen, put us together. Come on, Esther, for such a time as this, you are not lions, tigers, and bears, oh my, on the ark for yourself. Come on, do you understand that the deer that was on that ark that has now created over 50 million deer, amen, were there 
for that explicit purpose that one day they would be fruitful and multiply. Do you know what you should be doing, KCC, KCOH? You should be fruitful and Oh, I'm not going to get no help. Man, God, this is one of those messages I know I'm right in, even if nobody says amen. Do you guys understand at a certain point, amen, we must, we, we've got to die. We've got to decrease so that God can increase and start saying, what does God want? Where is God in this? My wife, first lady, amen, uh, 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 went to uh, get a facial done a couple of weeks ago. Amen. And um, when she went down there to get that facial done, uh, of course, she talked about how enjoyable it was and how it blessed her skin. And, and, and it's very therapeutic, too. Amen. And, um, and, 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 and then she told me she had said, and there I had a rich conversation with the young lady that did my facial. And uh, she will be here on Sunday, is, is what she told me. Well, as, as uh, God would have had it, that Sunday, that young lady was in church. Are y'all with me? Amen. Today, that young lady was in church with some more friends. Y'all are seeing where this is going. It was never about the facial. It was about my wife going down there. Yeah, I'll give you the goods. I'll give you the enjoyment. But I'm sending you down there so that you can be fruitful and multiply. When this young lady to the Lord, let her bring three of her friends with her another Sunday later. And what you think going to happen next week? Y'all, this thing just keeps turning over. I feel like I'm working right tonight. So the whole concept of the seed is about your life first things first. And God said, I will prosper you in your life if I can trust you. Come on, I sat in seat 1D. Your pastor was so gracious. My pastor was so gracious to put me in first class. Fred Price said this years ago. He said, God needs believers in first class because there are some rich people that need to be born again. Come on, stay with me, though. Watch this. But I sat in first class, and the guy sitting next to me was a real estate investor, undoubtedly multimillionaire, who we were able to engage on the gospel message. He got excited about Jesus, so much so to where, watch God lining things up, sign wonders and miracles. He said, I fly back to West Virginia, amen, or wherever, to Charlotte on Thursday. I think he's going through Charlotte. He said, I fly back at 645. Watch how God created the continuation. I said, I'm on that flight too. Amen. Where you say we get together? Come on, class. God said, I don't have no problem with first class, but I put you in first class so that you can multiply. Are we working on the first night yet? Do you see the revelation of what's in your basket? Do you see what you should be producing in the earth realm? That's what God is all about. Everybody in this room that aspires to be multi-millionaire, let me tell you, it ain't as hard as you think. My opening statement tonight was going to be a trick question. (laughs) Amen. I was going to start off by telling you, amen, we're going to make tonight all about you and make y'all raise your hand. How many of you want wealth and increase it? We was going to go down that list and I was going to tell you, we're going to make it all about you. Then I was going to flip it and go to my brother's favorite scripture, Matthew 6 and 33. And that is, if you seek first. Kingdom and his righteousness, then how many of you know if you make it all about him, he'll make it. No, come on, somebody gonna help me tonight. If you make it all about him, you can shop at David Yerman. If you make it all about him, you can get Brightland watches and good best friends. If you make it all about him, he'll move you in an edifice and on the lake. If you make it all about him, he'll bless you beyond your wildest dreams. Somebody shout hallelujah in the house of God. But you got to die. That's when you're going to bring forth much fruit. You got to die. You know what happened to us some years ago? We died to ourselves. There's a lot of things we could be doing. Let's tell the truth. You know how brilliant your pastor is. No, no, this is just the truth. You know the rise he could have done in education? 
Do you know, amen, a nephew is here tonight and tell you about the big, big seminars he was doing in front of the who's who's. Do, do you know, amen, this easily could be a state superintendent over education, all that kind. Do you understand that he could totally have sold his life out to education, go become Dr. Ron Long and immerse himself into that and become the who's who, especially with black people being at such a deficit. We are in demand. But what did he do? He died his own ideas about what his life prosperity is, amen, and came into the kingdom of God and said, Father, I yield it all to you. Take my life and do something with it, and I prophesy that your pastor will be one of the richest men in Houston, Texas, because he died to himself. I don't have no help, but I sense the anointing here tonight. I'm telling you, no good thing will he withhold from I'm not changing the scripture if we walk up right before him, and that includes dying yeah. to ourselves, dying to our own ideologies. Come on, somebody. Is anybody helping me tonight? As we continue to walk through this thing, then, amen, the, the, the ark the ark was a basket. Amen. I got 24 minutes. Y'all still here? And, and I won't be long. Amen. It was a sea container. And the whole purpose of the ark, amen, y'all, was to mass produce the living seeds, which were tools. I know that I am harvesting off of some of those seeds that I sowed in y'all's going in conference. I sense it. At our church, we have something, and you all probably have it too. I'll share it with my man of God, but it's a seed log. We start sowing seed, and then you track it when the harvest comes in. And I'm telling you guys, you can get to a place, people say, it's my season for harvest. I want you to know tonight, unashamedly, I am always in my season. Yes. There is never a time when I'm not harvesting. Can you guys put Amos 9, it ain't in my notes, but the Holy Ghost wants it out. Amos 9, 14 on the screen tonight. Do you understand that there is no such thing as my season is here now? I want you guys, and, I, and don't stop saying that stuff because it's true, it's right. It blesses you and I want you to use it as a man of God would prescribe it. But I'm telling you, if you become a perpetual seed sower, there are crops that come up in the wintertime that don't come up in the spring. Are y'all still here? Did y'all know that collard greens grow in the fall? Yeah. Am I doing okay tonight? Amen. And there are other kinds of things that grow in the spring. So if you are a perpetual seed sower, guess what you're going to be? A perpetual harvest start. Is that Amos 9 and 13? Can you look at that? Amen. Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that the plowman shall overtake the reaper. You missed it. The plowman, the man that's plowing, amen, and sowing as he plow, amen, is going to be the same person that is overtaken by the reaper. I'm sowing and I'm reaping at the same time in every season. Keep reading it. The days come, said the Lord, when the plowman shall overtake the reaper, the treader of grapes, him that what? So is, come on class, while I'm sowing seeds, I'm picking grapes. Are y'all getting this? No, tonight's amen seed did not come out of some destitute place. Because the truth is, the seed I put in the bucket tonight, I harvested that earlier today. Are y'all are y'all seeing where I'm coming from? Every time I'm sowing, it's something that I just harvested. And the mountains shall drop what? Sweet wine, and all the hills shall do what, class? She'll melt. Are y'all still here tonight? <clears throat> Is that a revelation of your season? Is that a revelation of seed, time, and harvest? We're not overriding the scripture, but understand it's in the word that you can be in such a continual flux of harvesting. And I prophesy tonight that God wants to add some zeros to some bank accounts. Hallelujah. If you can believe God for that, somebody shout hallelujah in advance of it occurring. I'm not going to be much longer. So this is so crucial that we understand that every seed on the boat is still in perpetuation today. The deer you see, oh, come on, class. The horses you see in Kentucky are simply the offspring of some horses that was on that boat. 
Any giraffe you see down at the zoo, <laughs> God Almighty, y'all, y'all gonna miss this, but y'all, y'all, y'all gonna come with me. But that is simply an offspring of the seed of the two giraffes that was on that boat. Every lion, tiger, and bear, oh my, that you ever watched is simply a manifestation and an offspring of those lions and tigers that was on that boat. Y'all catch this. God does not waste resources. No. He don't waste his own words. No. Come on, Revelation knowledge. This is for you. Come on, stick with me now. You got to come up here now. Somebody say amen. amen. When God said, let there be light, amen, every light you see is still functioning off of that word. That word was a seed that produces every light, lights in here, sunlight, any light you have, a light on your watch is still functioning off of what God said in the beginning. So what is, what are we harvesting now off of what we did 20 years ago? What are you going to harvest any day now out of being faithful? Come on, back at the storefront. Do I have any help? Because you was faithful at the clubhouse. Oh, Psalm 20 and 3 says, God never forgets an offering. He, he logs it. If you don't log it, he logged it. And he'll never forget an offering. If you will be faithful, you will see the manifestation of every seed sown. Somebody shout hallelujah because it's coming to pass. Man, this is rich tonight. Man, the guy, you ever had a word that blessed you? This one is helping me, nephew. This blessed me real good because I realized that every offering I ever gave in, every time I helped somebody, every time I was faithful to somebody else's vision, oh, come on, Sheba, half has not even seen, oh, come on, class, all of the good that's going to come into your life. Those were the kind of words that the Queen of Sheba, amen, said to Solomon. She said that half about it hadn't even been told. Guys, you have no idea. Good God Almighty. If I can just preach to my brother and sister tonight, that would be enough for me. 18 more minutes. They have respectfully to my mentor. No idea what's up the road for them. <laughs> you talk about eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. Can somebody get excited about the man of God's heart? No, come on. Let's talk about the seeds he sown. What about all the people they labored with that perhaps walked out on them? How many of y'all know there are some people coming in multiplication and in groves and his eye, her eye has not seen and his ears hadn't heard? All that God has in store for us. This is the year of vindication, is it not? Is God vindicating? God, do you know God's already started vindicating y'all? Do you know with some people that counted you out, said they'll never have, they'll never be, and here you are in a wooded dome. Come on, somebody say amen. Here you are over here doing quite well with no money problems. Will God not come through? Will he not make good on his promises? Oh, help me tonight. He's not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he had need to repent. If he said it, he'll do it. We getting out of here, Gina. If he spoke it, no, 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 it's coming, it's coming, y'all, y- it's coming. Oh, God, I, man, God, I feel something dropping right there. I decree it's coming. Somebody, come on, come on, it's coming, come on. If you don't have it now, somebody prophesy to your future, say, it's coming, it's coming. Hey, I'm not going to get discouraged because I know, I know, I know it's coming. It's on its way. It's on its way. If I don't quit, the faithful will abound with blessings. It's coming. Somebody shout hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. I'm almost done. Somebody shout hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. We're almost done. We're not going to work too hard tonight. Are you getting anything out of this? This is so important. So man of God, and this is that revelation that you so helped me with last week. And I want to do some of that here at KCOH in my last 16 minutes. This is the strengthening of the church anointing. God spoke to me uh, and, 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 and told me to have my brother down and gave me the theme and said, let's strengthen the church. And that was such an anointed meeting. And, you know, all churches need strengthening in whatever area it is by which they need it. We're sister churches, but KCC needed strengthening in the revelation of the spiritual gifts. We did. We, we, we did. There's a lot of people that came through on that power this week, came through on what their gifts are. 
and most importantly, came through on the Holy Ghost. We were due another Holy Ghost meeting. We had one a few years ago. The man of God came down for that. But we were due. Y'all know some things got to be on a cycle. You know, we're going to end up doing that again another two or three years, something like that. It's going to always be on a rinse cycle. You push repeat. You do the same thing. Isn't that right? But I want to use my anointing tonight, amen, to minister, not because this ministry is lacking, perhaps, but because I believe this is where God might, might, might. And if I'm wrong, the man of God can correct it. But this is where God might want to strengthen this ministry. Is that all right tonight? Amen. They're coming around with some handouts because we're talking about what's in your basket. Amen. And my brother got me going on all these charts and graphs, and, and I, I'm just going to mimic him tonight. Amen. No, this is my man that God showed me how to do this. So uh, we're we going to look at this, y'all. Amen. And I want to show you the three levels, amen, uh, uh, of giving in a ministry that uh, are crucial. Uh, but right before you look at that chart, can I just give you the how to harvest, uh, if you will, uh, that, that is so crucial. Now, uh, how to harvest and let me see uh, where we want to go first. Amen. How to harvest is, is, let's start here. You already got the chart, then let's go how to harvest. Is that all right? All right. So let's go to Genesis 6 and 16. Then we're going to get into how to harvest. Because seed comes before harvesting. Isn't that right? I said seed comes before harvesting. Isn't that right? Amen. Amen. So the Bible talks about in Genesis chapter 6, and uh, Sister Diamond, I am going to ask you to take that down just for a second and put this scripture up because it is bedrock for this quick training that I'm going to do, and it will be quick. I won't hold you all night. You still with me? Genesis chapter 6, verse number 16, just that one verse, all right? A window shall thou make to the ark. Wonder what the window was for. <laughs> then God said he'd open up. Windows, yeah, pour you out blessings, yeah. Wouldn't they have room enough to receive? Yeah. Supernatural window on the ark, but that's not where we're going to camp out tonight. And a cubit shall thou finish it above, and the door of the ark shall thou set in the side thereof. Now look at this, y'all. With lower, second, and third stories shall thou make it. Lower, second, and third stories. Come on. There were seeds on the ark that were living that lived on three different levels. Now we're going to work this revelation for KCOH. Because this is going to take this ministry to a whole nother level relative to increase. There were three different levels or as I am going to adapt it tonight, three different types of giving. Seed sowing, living seeds, amen, that I believe God is interested in being in every church. And I believe that's going to strengthen us tonight, amen? And as you look at this, amen, you will note that the lower level is the synonymous with a deck. In fact, some translations call it a deck. Real quick, we're going to do this, then I'm going to show you how to harvest. I'm done for the first night. And I believe that deck number one belongs to the pastor. Are you all here tonight? Where do you get that from, Pastor Rogers? Well, when Elijah was ministering to, to a young lady, uh, what's the first thing that he said to her? Make me a cake first. <laughs> Can we use this model? Can I adapt this model? Who should we be making a cake for first? <laughs> Make me a cake first. Right? Why is that important? Because with no pastor, quite frankly, there is no church. No, really. With no shepherd, no leader. The Bible says, amen, that the sheep, you smite the shepherd. This is scripture. You smite the shepherd, you scatter the sheep. And how many of you know we need to keep our pastor as gainfully employed? Watch this and encouraged to do the work of the ministry. I said gainfully employed and encouraged to do what class? The work of the ministry. We won't get to every scripture tonight, but you all know these because I'm sure you've used them for love offering. Come on, we're going to strengthen the church a little bit. Is that all right? Let the elders who perform their duties or their office well be considered 
uh, doubly worthy of honor. I love MC. Uh, adequate what? Financial support. Especially those who labor faithfully in what class? Preaching and teaching. Who should be the highest paid elder in any church? We got all kinds of elders. We got elders that visit the sick. We got elders that do other kinds of things. We probably got an elder that keeps the church up, whatever the case may be. But according to Holy Scripture, the senior pastor that does the preaching and the teaching ought to be getting primarily adequate financial support. Somebody say amen to that. Can we put the pastor on deck number one? I said, can we put the pastor on deck number one? Amen. Amen. But then deck number two, and I'm going to show you how to harvest and we going home. Y'all, y'all okay? Amen. Amen. Deck number two, we don't have time to go to all these scriptures. The, the, the summation of Haggai chapter one, seven through nine is the, the prophet told the people, consider your ways mm-hmm. while you build your house, while God's house lies in rooms, while you get new floors, while God's house still needs Something, floors, whatever it may be. While you perpetuate your agenda, while God's help, I could tell I'm, I'm, I'm pushing on something, while God's house is still in want for something. Do you understand what my philosophy has been down through the years of KCC? Amen. If it was ever a time where I had a want or a need, but the church had a want or a need, do you understand I put that church ahead of us So many times, and I'm telling you, God always made it good with me and Stephanie. Every single time. Every single time. No such thing as us missing out on anything because we always said, if we want new floors, but God's church needs new floors, no, we're going to fix those floors at church first. Everybody say prioritizing the kingdom. Come on, we moving fast. And then we move from that place of considering our ways to Exodus 36. Come on, all of these seeds are on the boat. Deck number two, Exodus 36 are living, breathing seeds where the Bible says the people bring much more than enough. Do you know where our churches should be every Sunday? Much more than enough. No, you can say it. We should be where class? Much more than enough. Every single week. We should be in the land of what? Much more than enough. Is that what God wants? Yeah. Come on, y'all. Can I just make deck number two about the church? This is me. This, this, is, this is me extracting on these living seeds on the deck. As you build your basket, as you build your ark, amen, the church ought to be such a priority that the man of God ought to just stand up and say, nobody else can contribute to this. It has already been paid for. You can contribute to the next campus, but you cannot buy this anymore. It's too late. Do I have some help in here? Deck number three, the brethren or the poor and the needy. This is all in our God market book a little bit, but I expanded on it. The Bible says, and as we therefore have opportunity, let us do good to how many men? All men, but come on class, especially who class? Those who are of the household of faith. I don't have time to get in this revelation tonight, but the Bible says, man of God, in Acts chapter 4, that the people had all things in common and there was no need or no lack amongst the people. Amen. And I, I had an epiphany that uh, we could do a whole lot better and, and, and if you will, uh, promote people in our congregation to other hiring managers. Amen. If many of our people would grow up in their discipleship. Yeah. We'd be able to say, you know what, uh, uh, Sister Beheth, why don't you hire so-and-so? Because they've been faithful. But if your pastor is still meeting with you about the same thing nine months later, come on, y'all. Doing good, especially to those who are of the household of faith. You can put the brakes on that. Yeah, It's quiet in the room. Right? Is that right? Yeah, we can put the brakes on stuff like that when the man of God could be doing more. Amen. God wants to bring us up. Isn't that right? He wants to cause us to increase. Amen. But how many times have we put a blocking point on where God wants us to increase? Six minutes, y'all. I'll be done. Are y'all still here tonight? So there's a triple decker. God didn't leave you out. He said, do good to all men, especially those who are of the household of faith. But so often we can't even get to the household of faith because the household of faith hasn't died as a seed yet. 
Come on, I heard a man of God talk about the ministry being paid off. So uh, he did this so well in Charlotte. Let me echo those sentiments. Do you think he'll ever be able to hire somebody with a six-figure salary? But we despise the day of a small beginning, amen, and we cough and burp on the man of God stuff now and mistreat it and show up at any point. Come on, class, and halfway it and don't bring nobody with us. Oh, come on, come on. Are y'all here? Oh, he's such a young bro. I just, yeah, he's so, oh. <laughs> you better listen to this young preacher. This can change your life. You could come up in some areas in some ways because Shem and Japheth and Ham did not despise the day of a small beginning. Do you all understand that's who we are? Yes. Every one of us in this room is a descendant from one of those three couples. Yeah. Are you all here tonight? Come on, I'm wrapping up, man of God. I don't want to go too much over time. I got five minutes. Is that okay? So we're talking about don't forget the harvest. Can I just give you the ingredients on harvesting? Jesus said it so well in John chapter 4. And I want you to keep this chart and really understand, amen, how you're handling your decks. What's in your basket? Amen. All right, Holy Ghost, I'll follow you. We'll get to John chapter 4 another night. In fact, go to Deuteronomy 26 and let's just go with God. Is it all right? I'll be here all week. Can we pick that up on another night? Let's, let's follow God tonight. We still on, on seed time and harvest. Is that right? Let's look at Deuteronomy chapter 26. Glory to God. This small Bible study conference that you was in can revolutionize your life if you look at it through the right lens. Deuteronomy chapter 26 and verse number two. I'm almost done. This is so good tonight. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody say, God is concerned about our baskets. Come on, say it again. God is concerned about our baskets. Come on, y'all. This will be my last scripture. I got three more nights. I don't got to fit it all in in one night. Maybe I'll teach you during one of the offering exhortations how to harvest. If the man of God says the same. But over in, let's stay with God tonight, though. Deuteronomy 26. I just feel the Lord bending me this way. Amen. What was an ark? What was the Hebrew word for the word ark? Is that, is that right? So every seed was in that basket. Is that right? Yes. All those living things. And the man of God is taught on the double portion. Yes. There was two of everything yes. in the ark. Is that correct tonight? Yes. So now if I'm going to get to that double portion, if I'm going to get to that multiplication, if I'm going to get to a place to where my harvest is so huge, innumerable, Jephthah's descendants, Ham descendants today are innumerable in some ways, billions of people. If I'm going to get there in my finances or any other area of my life, I need, I'm closing with this, a greater revelation with what I'm doing with God's baskets. Can we walk through that and we go on? Genesis 26 and it shall be when you come into the land which the Lord your God has given you as an inheritance and you possess it and dwell in it, that you shall take some of the first. Well, come on, come on. Are y'all here tonight? Yeah. Who, who should be first in our life? God. You should take some of the first of all the produce of your ground which you shall bring from your land that the Lord your God is giving you. Come on, get this, y'all. And do what? Put it in. Now you see where we got off from baskets. Isn't that something? You shall put it in a what class? Come on, y'all. How are you handling then God's baskets? Is this good tonight? What, what priority is God's baskets in your life? And his baskets, yes, his financial offering buckets in church on Sunday morning, but his basket, do you know this building, this church is a basket? It's a basket. In fact, we refer to earth churches as the ark of safety. Anybody ever heard that? This is a glorified basket. How am I handling God's basket? Is this okay tonight? He said, you take your first 
I feel like nephew's with me. Let me preach to him. You take the first of all the fruit of your earth, amen, which thou shalt bring of the land of the Lord thy God that he gives you, amen, and give God your absolute best, and you shall put it in the basket, and you shall go unto the place which the Lord thy God shall choose to place his name there. What is this, Acres Home? Does the Lord want his name? <laughs> Do he want his name over here? Yes. But his name, oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. His name over here has everything to do with how you handle his basket. I'm closing. How you handle his stuff. What you do with his stuff. How we work hardly as unto the Lord. Come on, class. And not unto man. Come on. There are three decks. Amen. I, I, I pray my man of God let me raise an offering for him one night. Amen. He can pray that out. But pay me first. That's what Elijah said. Come on. Keep my pastor taken care of. And in courage. Everybody say taken care of. And in courage. All right. But then the church. How are we managing? This is financially. How are we managing the church? How do we see the things of God? Financially and in effort. I'm closing. All right. But then how much more would we all be blessed if we push God's kingdom agenda? Guys, every single sister in this room, don't raise your hand, that desires a husband. Do you know what happens when you get 2,000 members? You get that tomorrow night at 7. There is no earthly way out of 2,000 people that join this man of God's preaching if they can stand his preaching. And join this church and stay here two years. Yeah, that's your husband. <laughs> 2,000 members, which at least means 500 new men. Amen. And don't none of them want to pick you? No. No, somebody going to pick you. Amen. Are y'all in here? Amen. I didn't say that to demean you. I really mean that. Yo, when we perpetuate God's kingdom, can we get that revelation? And we take care of his baskets, guys. Everything else we want, it's coming, baby. Your business blows, slap up. It's coming, it's coming. You lay carpets, what if, what if you lay the carpet in all his new buildings? It's coming. And the people that he exposes you to. Isn't that profound tonight? Now do you see how your seed starts multiplying? It starts multiplying because the way you handle God's baskets. I'm not saying this just because I heard Kenneth Copeland or Jesse DePlanis say it. I finally can relate to it, but I say it very humbly. I honor those men of God. I honor my man of God. I'm not just saying this to be seen. I hope you hear my humility tonight. But I want you to know genuinely, y'all, the anointing increases on me so much so. Amen. It's, it's almost to a place. I don't want to say that I can't stand it. But every time I turn around, it is just running me down. Amen. Are you listening to me? So I, I'm, I'm pastor, I'm trying to get out of the church today. I tell the people, you know, I can't really do a bunch of handshaking. And these are not members. Listen to what I'm telling you. This lady shows up. This is today. She shows up wearing black. Amen. And I'm getting out of the church. Amen. She didn't get to me. She got to my wife, walks my wife down, says, I've been trying to get something to your husband. Would you please give him this? Every time I send it, amen, it seems like it returns the sender. Will you please give him this envelope? My wife comes back and said, dear, I bumped into a lady out there. I saw her out of my peripheral, but I had to catch my flight, so I didn't get to talk to her. She said, it was a, a nice lady out there and, and gave you this. She was dressed in all black. I saw the lady. First time I ever seen her in my life. And she said, she said to give you this. She opened up what the woman gave me, and it was loaded with 50s and 100s. Loaded. Loaded. So much so, it stressed my money clip out. Are y'all going to get with me in a minute? It wasn't two minutes after I got her envelope. I'm coming out of my office because I got to get to the airport in a minute. This brother just walks up to me and just gives me $500 bills. He just, he just shakes my hand. He just put it in my hand. Are y'all getting this? So I want to see. I want to show you how you get an increase. He said this is increase night. Two weeks ago, somebody comes up to me and says, hey, Pastor, man, the Lord's been good to me. I just got my bonus. They give me an envelope. Amen. The envelope is thick. You can't even seal it. They put it in my hands, all cash, 5,000 big ones. 
A day or two after that, somebody comes up and gives me a thousand. Y'all, are y'all getting this? Every time I turn around, oh, come on, class, and these blessings will come upon you and overtake you. The plowman is being overtaken by the reaper. But how many times, including tonight, have I come to KCOH and just put a thousand dollars in the offering all but haphazardly? It doesn't bother me. That's my first offering. Gave that to my brother. I'm going to give a lot more now. <laughs> Amen. And it can go to him too if he wants it or his ministry, whatever the Lord is saying. Are you listening to me? I'm trying to tell you the old saints were right. Man of God, I'm closing. They were right though when they said you can't beat God's giving no matter. I know we, we say, oh, that's traditional. No, that's true. Do you understand? This is the very watch I was looking at in the jewelry store back in my, in my city. I was looking at this watch, getting ready to order. Ask Sister Rogers when she comes again. Comes down for my brother's going in conference. He knows nothing about it. And that's the very watch he gave me. Do y'all know it's hundreds of Brightlands? God knows what you like. <laughs> God knows what you enjoy. And no lie, this was last night. My brother and I, we tend to pray together a lot and after I prayed with him on Saturday, and, and I'm closing, man, God, this is so rich to me, though. And I, I, I was uh, sitting in the room, and I said, you know what, Lord, I, just, I like to just have some cash. You know, I want to I thicken things out a little bit. Guys, it wasn't minutes later. Boom, boom, boom. What is God saying? I'll preach this tomorrow night. When I find a man that will do my will, that will love me, I'm going to make it good with you. And you won't want for anything. We'll save that for another night. Were you blessed tonight? Is that all right? Now I want to do something. Pastor gave me permission. I heard him. And I'm going to do it because it's increase night. Somebody say, well, it's time to increase this. No, come on. Say it like you mean it. It's time to increase this. So what can one seed do? You already sowed dynamically tonight. I know you did. But what could another seed do at the end of a service to push forth the vision? There's some things that I know my brother's doing as a ministry, <clears throat> some uh, different things in the building or, and other things amen, that he will do. And um, tonight, we're just going to push that vision up. We're going put, to put some more seed in that basket. We're going to put some more seed in the Acres home community. We're going to put more seed in Houston, Texas. Amen. And I promise you guys, it works this way. You will get to a point in your life to where there will be no such thing as a segment of time where you're not harvesting. It'll be coming in, chasing you down. I want to start this offering off tonight.